All right. I wonder how many of us feel a sense of greater division, dissension, and polarization in these current times. People's views that differ from our own can frustrate and anger us. We unfriend people whose views offend us. We read, watch, and listen to the media that most closely conforms to our truths. It's generally easier to socialize with people who share our viewpoints. On top of the political divide, some of us, many of us, are reform. We see a man in a black hat and a long coat with tzitzit hanging out, and a woman wearing a wig and thick stockings on a warm day, and we silently wonder if we're part of the same faith. But we are. The Jewish community has always had denominations, factions, and schisms. Yet in our wide world, we are divided such that there are Reformed Jews who do not count a single Orthodox Jew as a friend. And Orthodox Jews who have never met a Reformed Jew. Which is why, in these divided times, we need to look for the things that bring us together. Which is why this Shabbat's Torah portion sends us an important and timely reminder. Mishpatim, Exodus 21, presents us with a legal code that is part of our covenant that no matter what kind of Jew we are or if we are participating with the Jewish people, we unite around a list of rules that emphasize freedom and dignity for all people. This Torah portion is filled with hundreds of ways in which, as the JPS commentary teaches, we are called upon to sanctify our relationships with other people. These mishpatim, these rules, unify us as a people and connect us to Jews of every denomination. Whether by shared rules or behavioral expectations, Judaism is always pushing us to find ways to transcend our schisms. Judaism wants us to realize that it's normal to hold different viewpoints and practices. Jews always have. Hillel and Shammai in the Talmud, the Pharisees and Sadducees, Ashkenazim and Sephardim, German Jews and Eastern European Jews, East Coast Jews and West Coast Jews. We are all one. And even if you eat bacon and I do not, and even if I pray three times a day and you come to temple for Yardsite or never at all, we are connected. And what connects us? It is the Torah itself. Our sacred scroll with the Ten Commandments, this Shabbat's Mishpatim rules, we are connected. We're connected by celebrating Shabbat, 
reciting the Shema, caring for animals, giving tzedakah, and the widow, the stranger, and the orphan, that is what holds us together in spite of our differences. I love the Torah for so many reasons, but I love it especially for its role in uniting all Jews throughout history and all of us in this present time who call ourselves a part of the Jewish community. The Torah is not the only Jewish document with the power to unite us. I grew up in a Reformed Jewish home, and if you're like me, I learned Bible stories in Sunday school. I prepared a Torah portion for my bat mitzvah. We chanted the Ten Commandments at confirmation, but I had no idea what the Talmud was until I went to rabbinical school. I'm going to brag for just a moment and tell you, I was a very good Talmud student. I loved studying in Chevruta in partnership. My Jastro dictionary was at my side. I loved cracking the code. I loved learning the hermeneutics. One year, Jonathan and I took an extra year off from rabbinical school, and we went to Hebrew University in Jerusalem. I enrolled in a Talmud class with all Israelis, and I got the highest score on the exam. How is that for a brag? But here's the thing. I have served in four congregations over a 35-year period, and no congregant has ever asked me a Talmudic question. (laughs) Never. And now if you tried to ask me a Talmud question, I doubt I could answer it. I'm so out of practice. Recently, though, thousands of people all over the world who are connected to Jewish communities like ours all started studying Talmud together and I joined them. That is because of a tradition called daf yomi, which means page a day. Like a one a day vitamin, the idea is to read one page of Talmud every day. And if you read a single page every day, you finish the whole book in seven and a half years. It starts with a book of Talmud called Barachot, Blessings, an all-over-the-map conversation on when is the exact correct moment to recite the Shema. And do our beloved dead still know what's going on in our lives after they die? And I'm not even sure if you want me to say this from this bima, but... If you're saying your prayers and and the person next to you passes gas, do you have to move away so you can stay focused on your prayer? The Talmud shies away from nothing. And there's an entire section on passing wind and other bodily fluids that I think our fourth graders would love. (laughs) The Jewish world started reading Daf Yomi, for the very first time in 1923 on a schedule set by a Polish rabbi named Meir Shapiro. The most recent cycle started with page one in Barachot this last January 5th. Ilana Kirshen calls page a day Daf Yomi the world's largest book club. 
and it's not too late for you to join. If you have studied a little Talmud, or you've never before even looked at a page of Talmud, I think that technology has some really great ways to bring us all into this. If you do not own a multi-volume Talmud, there is, of course, an app. And the one I like, there are probably a lot of apps actually with a Talmud on it, but the one I really like is called Safaria. And it has all the Jewish texts, on all, the, all in the original language, plus a decent English translation. You can open it on your iPad or your smartphone or your desktop and scroll to the Daf Yomi, the page for the day, and voila, Talmud at your fingertips. There are dozens of online aids for Daf Yomi, but I'm just going to tell you a couple of my favorites. You can subscribe to a daily email called Talmud for My Jewish Learning. It's a very short email that picks one idea from the daily reading and gives you a Jewish idea to chew on that came from that page. So you have your Safaria app and your daily email from My Jewish Learning. Now, download a podcast from Tablet Magazine called Take One and listen to Leah Leibowitz and a guest discuss one aspect of the daily reading. And finally, if you're on Facebook, you can join one of a gazillion Facebook groups. I do the one called A Daily Dose of Talmud, Dafyo Me for Everyone, or any of them. There are actually so many different websites, podcasts, and groups, but these are the ones I like. I put my recommendations in the March Chronicle, which should land in your mail in another week or so. Or just reach out to me if you want to get help getting started. If you decide to give it a try, I recommend that you start tomorrow on the page the whole world is going to read on tomorrow on Shabbat. It's page 50. Do not try to go back to the other 49 pages. It, you'll, it's, it, unless you have a lot of time. It really works to do a single page a day and stick to that same page everyone around the world is reading. And if you miss a few days, just jump ahead to where everyone is. So I just want to show you, this is what a folio of Talmud looks like for some who have not seen it before. It's in Aramaic, and it contains a passage from the Mishnah, and then a commentary called the Gemara, and all of this commentary around the page. And in Talmud study, this is a single page. It contains an A-side and a B-side, and think of it like a record album, and I thought there would be a lot of kids, I didn't know they were going to go out, so I, I brought a record album, because not everybody knows what that is, but if you remember back to the day, it's got an A-side and a B-side. It's uh, Rabbi Jonathan's original Hello, Dolly. And I also, because we are in our Reformed Temple, just wanted to show you, um, if I can get it to work, this is what it looks like on the iPad. This is Brachot 50B, just what I showed you in the folio, and it has a little bit of Aramaic, and then the Davidson English translation, and you just scroll, um, and it will take you to 50A and 50B and, and beyond. 
So we have a lot of great, great tools for, um, for doing this. It's all confusing, and lots of its content sounds truly crazy to our 21st century reform ears. But there is nearly always a lesson that transcends time, and I hope you'll give it a try. Because like the Torah, Daf Yomi is a unifier. You can do this in 10 to 20 minutes when you first get up in the morning or on your lunch break or just before you go to sleep at night. That's when I listen to the, uh, the podcast. You can join people of every denomination, every political party, 49ers fans or Seahawks fans. We all come together for Dafio Me. Both Torah and Talmud invite us to look past what divides us and unite around a love of these sacred Jewish books. This invitation comes to us just at the right moment in time. Shabbat Shalom.